Good morning. I'm Emily Reese, and it is always an education and a joy to speak with state climatologist Luigi Romolo. Good morning, Luigi. Good morning, Emily. So we have a lot to talk about today, and let's go ahead and start off with all that rain that we got. Yeah, so we uh, we ended up getting about an inch and a half between the 23rd and the 24th, and then we got a little more here in the metro on on Saturday. And of course, it rained much across the entire state, except for uh, the northwest didn't get as much rain as we were hoping for, but the the north. East did get some snow and some rain, and uh, we're actually now here in the metro uh, due to have our first above normal precipitation month since June of last year. Wow. And uh, not only that, we the 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 surplus that we made up for this month erases all of our precipitation deficit almost all the way back to October. So wow. this is a, a huge turnaround for us in terms of drought conditions here in the metro. Uh, we're not quite recovered, but uh, things are certainly looking a lot better. Luigi, now the weather is really windy. <laughs> so windy. <laughs> What's that about? Yeah, so we are actually in between two large pressure systems. And of course, wind is a product of how much air pressure changes over distance. So uh, we call that pressure gradient. The more the pressure changes over a given distance, the higher the pressure gradient. And the higher the pressure gradient, the higher the wind speed. And so we have some windy days, uh, windy Monday, windy Tuesday. Um, and uh, because of that, uh, the uh, fire risk right now is is pretty high, especially in the in the uh, West Metro and just even west of that around uh, Wilmer and Morris, Alexandria, Fergus Falls, uh, even um, as close as St. Cloud. So uh, be very careful out there. Uh, look at your uh, forecasts and your uh, bulletin uh, weather bulletins to see if it's safe to to have a fire, but uh, everyone should probably refrain from that when it's windy. This big temperature swing we're about to experience is the wind have to do with that? Are things moving around and we're going to get some different system in that's colder? Yeah, no, it's it's really just a deep trough that's pushing through. So uh, we're not expected to see a whole lot of rainfall. Uh, out of that, but uh, we will see, uh, because of the troughing, we'll see uh, a lot of uh, colder temperatures than than we've seen uh, over the last few days. So tonight, uh, we could get down to the low 20s. Uh, tomorrow morning, we'll barely uh, get above, uh, we'll, we won't hit 40, and we'll, we'll struggle to get over 35. But mm. after uh, Wednesday, uh, things should start to warm up, and we should be back in the 60s by the weekend. Oh, that sounds so pleasant. <laughs> yeah. We, we've we earned it. Um, uh, Luigi, we've got also some volunteer opportunities to talk about with weather. Um, and we've talked about Coco Raz a number of times. I think Jazz 88 listeners are starting to get hip to what Coco Raz means. But will you remind us? Yeah, it is the Community Collaborative Rain, Hail, and Snow Network, where uh, we ask volunteers to sign up to be weather observers who measure precipitation in their backyard using a four-inch rain gauge. Uh, the rain gauge can be purchased through cocoraz.org. 
uh, that is where you also sign up. We had asked uh, listeners to uh, participate or join Kokoros, and we had three of them, Rick, Eric, and Emily, uh, email me asking me uh, more information about the program, and I, uh, I certainly hope they signed up. Cool. Uh, we now are up to 252 observers, which is wow. the most that any state has gotten during March Madness for Kokora since it started in 2006. The previous <laughs> record was 226 set by Texas in 2013. Wow, we beat Texas. <laughs> yeah. I love that. <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, we're, I think last year we had 137 people sign up and we are 136 above second place Wisconsin. So wow. we're really doing well this year. And this is a big win for citizen science. Yeah. And across the nation, I think we have now over 1,400 new observers nationwide this month, which makes it the most successful March Madness campaign uh, ever. Yeah, that's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, not just here in Minnesota. And it's great to see Wisconsin in second place at 120. And uh, yeah, one of the biggest things that, that uh, was a real win for us here in Minnesota is we didn't just get observers in the metro. We got observers on the North Shore, up near Brainerd, up near Inter International Falls, along the, nice. along the west central part of the state where we have radar gaps. Huh. And and I can't even begin to tell you how important that is because in those areas with the rain radar gaps, we don't know exactly how much it rained or snowed. But with these new Kokoraz observers there, we're super excited about <laughs> filling those gaps. That is fantastic. Now, this, I mean, people can sign up for Kokoraz anytime, but it is significant sure. because of the little healthy competition we have between the states yeah. this month. So where do people learn more about it? Yeah, so they can go to CocoRaws.org. There are informational videos and training videos uh, where you can learn all about the program and how to sign up. Uh, people can always email me at luigi.romolo at state.mn.us to find out more, or if they're interested in signing up, uh, just, just give me a shout. And Luigi, there are other uh, volunteer weather obs observation possibilities as well, right? Can you talk to us about Skywarn spotters? Yeah, the Skywarn spotters uh, you are, are uh, weather observers who, who look for severe weather. Uh, um, and, and, and so right now, the National Weather Service here in Chanhassen, um, the weather office there, is looking for uh, sky-worn spotters. And they're having online training classes in uh, 2021. And the, the, the training sessions are posted on, the, on their website. So all you have to do is go to weather.gov slash mpx for um, Minneapolis. And then um, uh, click on the link for sky-worn spotter online training classes. And you'll learn all about how you can become a sky-worn observer. It's amazing how much uh, the populace helps, scientifically speaking, when it comes to the weather. I mean, it's it's really a, a cool thing that the public can kind of band together and help out, you know? Yeah, it's, it's, it's really amazing how far we've come technologically um, yeah. and, and yet how reliant 
at the same time we are on ground truthing um, observations because uh, there really is no substitute. I don't care how well your uh, automatic uh, rain gauges, yeah, uh, these dipping bucket rain gauges that we have across the state. Nothing beats, nothing beats uh, uh, an actual uh, manually observed rain gauge, provided that the rain gauge is installed properly and it's read properly. Uh, it's much more accurate than than anything you can automate. Wow. Well, Luigi, uh, where can people contact you if they have weather or climate or volunteer-related questions? Yeah, they can email me at luigi.romolo at state.mn.us. That's L-U-I-G-I dot R-O-M-O-L-O at state.mn.us. All right. Well, Luigi, thank you so much. Uh, It's been a pleasure to have you on. Absolutely. Pleasure is mine. Thank you.